What's up, family? How we doing? This love morning? you guys. We love y'all. Hey, well, uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about counting the cost, which is going to be a fun one because uh, one of the things that I love about our pastors who, like, literally, we look up to them so much. And yeah. one of the things that I love is they never count the cost in anything. They're genuinely some of the most, ge like, genuine uh, generous people who I've ever met in my entire life. And it just, I think it trickles all the way down. Like, yeah. I think you feel it in the staff team. I think you feel it in yeah. the serve team. I think you feel it, like, literally when you walk in the doors of our church, you just feel generosity. And so... Um, we're moving into a couple new spaces yeah, I mean, as a, in this season. I mean, we're literally in a season as a church, as y'all know, that we've never been in before. Yeah. Two buildings. We've been talking about it for what seems like forever, but it's like happening. Yeah. Like it's happening. And so today we just want to talk about um, as we take ground as a church, we also believe that God is calling us to even take ground in our own lives, whether it's in our family, our finances, our relationships. So we're going to talk about some mindsets that we think will hurt us and then and some mindsets that also help us as we feel like God is calling us to do um, the all, all he has planned for us. That's right. And so we, we, uh, we actually, when we were praying about this, we came to this story in Acts 5. And when we first came to it and God brought it to us, our hearts, we were like, are you sure you want us to share that, God? This is a little crazy, so stick with us, okay? Acts 5, 1 through 10, okay? Uh, now a man named Ananias, together with his wife, Sapphira, also sold a piece of property. For those of y'all who are church people, you know where this story's going, Okay. <laughs> With his wife's full knowledge, he kept back part of the money for himself. But he brought the rest and put it at the apostles' feet. Then Peter said, Ananias, how is it that Satan has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit and kept for yourself some of the money that you've received for the land? Didn't it belong to you before it was sold? And after it was sold, wasn't the money at your disposal? What do you think of doing such a thing? You've not lied to human beings, but to God. When Ananias heard this, y'all, this is wild. He, he fell down and died. <laughs> and great fear seized all who heard what had happened. <laughs> then a young man came forward, wrapped up his body, and carried him out and buried him. About three hours later, his wife came in, having no idea what happened. And Peter asked her, tell me, is this the price that you and Ananias got for the land? Yes, she said. That is the price. Then Peter said to her, to her how could you conspire to test the Holy Spirit of our Lord? Listen. The feet of the man who buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out also. At that moment, she fell down at his feet and died. I'm trying not to laugh. This is crazy, y'all. <laughs> then some young men came in, and finding her dead, carried her out and buried her next to her husband. So welcome to Leadership Talk. Welcome um, to Leadership. Yep. Um, so this story is crazy, um, but I think we see a mindset here of like this counting the cost mindset and this like holding back mindset and this untrusting mindset. But it's actually really interesting because just a chapter before this literally is the story of Barnabas. And it's the first time that he's mentioned in scripture and it's him selling all the land and giving all of it freely. Um, and then of course we see Barnabas like all throughout scripture as well, like taking ground for the kingdom and like advancing the gospel. And so we see two mindsets kind of in juxtaposition in scripture here. It's like counting the cost. And then it's also like giving generously, which is what we see for Barnabas. Yeah. And what's interesting is, so I think Ananias and Sapphira probably saw the clout that Barnabas got. Mm -hmm. And in looking at that, they wanted to be that without actually putting the work in to be that. So they wanted people to view them as the same yeah, way as yeah, Barnabas, yeah. but they weren't actually to put the work in. And I think we see this a lot 
all the yeah. time all over social media and everywhere else in our world. Yeah. Um, it was funny because when we were talking about this, I actually experienced something this week that's kind of similar. Um, because Well, talking about like, um, you she know. didn't die. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> talking about like, you know, like you can try to look a certain way, but that doesn't mean you actually have to like be about it. Yeah. And this, uh, this week, I did something I'm not super proud of, um, but we're on cringe. a budget, okay? Thomas keeps me on a tight budget, but I'm glad he does our finances. Budgeting's but healthy. We Budgeting's are on healthy. a budget, and there have been these shoes I've been wanting. So I did it, guys, and I um, bought, bought fake some ones. Rips. And she bought some ribs. I did. I did. I did. And guys, they were terrible. They, they came in up, two days awful. ago. The, the stitching was like terrible. Um, it didn't look real at all. I'm so sorry, Jono and everyone else. Olu. They weren't sneakers, but they weren't sneakers, but they were like these heels I really wanted. Um, so anyway. I learned my lesson this week. I learned my lesson this week. Yeah, it, but like I think a lot of times we want we want people to view us a certain way, and so yeah. we'll do whatever we can. I think sometimes up until it costs us something, right? In order to like be viewed a certain way, and so those two mindsets I think they play out all over in our world. They play out in our family. I think they play out in our finances. I think they play out in our friendships. I think they play out in our free time. I think they play out in every single space of our world, and so. Um, I think that I've found that I'm counting the cost when I hear myself start thinking like a couple of these thoughts. Tell us. What is it going to cost me? I know God's calling me to do this, but I'm just in a busy season right now. God's holding out on me, so I'm going to hold out on him. I think that one's like, especially as we're heading into Miracle Sunday, I think some of us aren't praying prayers because we're like, God's been holding out on me for so long. I've been praying the same prayer for my family for so long. But because God's been holding out on me, I'm going to hold out on him. I'm not going to serve. I'm not going to jump in a connect group. Like, if I could just have the opportunity or the house or the car or the position or the, you fill in the blank that that person had, then I would be able to do all that God's called me to be. Or no one gets what I'm going through. And I feel like when I'm, when I'm hearing myself thinking those thoughts, yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. bro, you're counting the cost. Yeah. Yeah. You're counting the cost. And those thoughts are so real. I think we've all struggled with them time to time. But it's these thoughts, I think, that will deter us or at least, right. like, delay us yeah. from walking in all God's called us to do. Um, but there was another thing we talked about when we were reading the story. Um, back to the story of Ananias and Sapphira, you have Peter, who's also kind of, like, calling them out, you know? Yeah. And I think in the tone of the scripture, it could kind of be like, Peter, like, why are you coming for me? Why are you coming for me? But I actually think Peter was just trying to be like, hey, guys, like, is this actually your best? Like, is this yeah actually like what God has for you. And we literally launched connect groups yesterday, um, which you might be listening to this, you know, later, but we always have connect groups going on. But this is why the importance of connect groups is is so important um, because there's some people in your lives that want to be like, hey, is this everything you got? Like, hey, is this actually your best? Is this relationship actually your best? Um, are you, is, how are you spending your time in this season? And so that was just like a side note, but I think we can be like, you're coming for me. Like you're coming for me to attack me, but actually I wonder how the story would have changed if somebody, if they would have had the humility, like Ananias or Sapphira to be like, actually, no, like this actually isn't all. So, I mean, I don't know how it would have changed, but... I think it would have changed. That's right. The yeah. Outcome. Yeah. And I, in addition to that, I think some of us, we get so stuck in those thoughts in that same mindset. 
And we're like, oh, well, you know, the world will tell me, okay, if I could just change my mindset, then I could get right, right? It's like, if I can just change my thoughts, then I'll get right. But I actually think more often than not, it's like getting around people and actually just doing the thing instead of like waiting for your mindset to get right. Uh, shout out Taylor. Taylor and Nicole actually told us this yesterday. We were talking with them yesterday. But like uh, get around some people who will encourage you, but also just do the thing. Like what has God called you to do? Okay, if, if you're complaining constantly or feeling like your spouse is not picking up their weight, why don't you just start serving them? Right? Stop counting the cost and just start serving them. See how your mindset actually starts to shift. Like get in alignment with your actions. Right. Uh, Maybe instead of like feeling like, man, my my office is so toxic all the time. Why don't you just start bringing joy to that space? Right? Start loving people exactly where they're at. Speak life. Encourage people. Be okay with the person who's not as qualified getting that promotion. Right? Maybe you need to actually, instead of like waiting for someone to come and ask for forgiveness, you just need to forgive them. Right? And tell them they're forgiven so that they can walk in forgiveness maybe for the first time in their life. Right? Maybe God has been calling and telling you a number for heaven to earth and you keep putting it off and keep putting it off and keep putting it off and keep saying, if I just get that promotion or if I just get that, like, I'm waiting for this to happen first. Like, just trust God and yeah. like trust that he's your provider and he'll show up. And the, the, the thing is, is like, be real with your community. Like, be real with where you're at. Because I think there's a lot, all of us are walking through the exact same things, but we're internalizing it. And so if you just start opening up, you start actually going to connect group. If you've been praying for friendships, go to connect group. <laughs> like, yeah. God's like, here you go. <laughs> like, yeah. I've got something for you. And I think as we just step into action, um, we will see our mind shift, like our mindsets actually start to shift and be in alignment with yeah. those things. Um, so at the end of the day, God wants us to be all that he's called us to be, um, but also know that God didn't count the cost with you. Right. And I'm so right. grateful for that, that God didn't count the cost, that he's yeah. literally given us everything that we need, um, that he's given us his spirit, he's given us his presence, he's given us his son. So just be reminded that he doesn't count the cost, that he's not holding out on you. Um, so that gives us the freedom um, as a church and as like just to give generously and give freely. So let's remember to not count the cost, but give generously. We love y'all. We love you guys.